Welcome to Power Drifting, the Rally Game Podcast. My name is Tom and this is Bonus Stage, which is a bite-sized episode where we take a look at maybe a lesser-known rally title or simply one that the other host hasn't played. In this case, it's the latter. Uh, that's because Mike's PC isn't up to the task of running Fun Selector's fabulous stylized take on Rally, so I'll be going it alone on this episode. With that said, this is Art of Rally. Okay, so we have looked at Art of Rally in the past, having featured the two-course demo on Power Drifting way back in April 2020, but now the full game is out and has been since late 2020, so I thought it was a good opportunity as ever to uh, take a look at the finished product and explain why it is, without, without a doubt really, one of the most refreshing and downright glorious rally titles currently available. Uh, I'm going to be honest and upfront here, I absolutely adore this game. It's so, so good. Uh, and I'll try to explain why I feel like that. Uh, but first up, uh, some facts about the game. This game was developed and published by Fun Selector. Uh, Fun Selector is a glorious name for a developer. And just have a look at that, uh, that developer's little logo. It's like a squirrel or something, or a hamster with like massive bulging cheeks. It just makes me smile every time I turn the game on because I just think it's brilliant. It's just so off the wall. Like a lot of things in this game, it's got a very distinct and unique sense of humour. First though, the game was released in late 2020 on Steam, GOG, that's good old games, and the Epic Store for the PC and the Mac. I think there's a Linux version as well. Uh, there's no, um, no word on a console version as yet, but I'll talk about that as we go on. So yeah... Art of Rally then, it's a rally game, <laughs> as the name suggests, and why I'm talking about it, uh, but it's unlike anything I've played recently in the rally game sphere in that it's not really what you would call a simulation, it's a stylized take on rally, uh, rally from the uh, from the golden era of the sport as well at that, so it's um, it's based primarily around sort of the, the period from the 1960s to the 80s. And uh, as I said earlier, it does have like a very distinct sense of humour to it. Uh, when you first start the game, when you first start the championship mode, this kind of big golden like Buddha thing comes out of the ground to explain to you uh, how you are going to, how you are destined to become the master of rally, and that uh, it's almost like an alternative history kind of thing. Um, with this Buddha explaining that rally was invented when a Finnish racing driver was late for an appointment at the sauna and took a, cut, a shortcut through the woods, and that's how Rally came about, basically. And uh, now it's up to you as the sort of the chosen one to uh, to become <laughs> the World Rally Champion. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a bit odd. That, that kind of threw me off. I wasn't expecting that at all. I, I haven't really looked at any reviews of this game, or I hadn't previously watched any video reviews or video gameplay, because I wanted to experience it myself. I, clearly, had I had played the demo, uh, but the demo doesn't have any of this stuff in it. So when I fired up the game for the first time, 
having pre uh, purchased it from Steam. Uh, yeah, that kind of threw me a little bit. But it's kind of part of the course, really, as you continue through the game and you realise how sort of bonkers everything is. Uh, bonkers in a good way, I should add. So the most striking thing about Art of Rally then, for me, is the uh, the visual style. You'll be able to see instantly what I'm talking about if you look at some of the screenshots. It doesn't go for a realistic view on anything really. You know, obviously I've mentioned the big floating golden Buddha, but um, even beyond that, you've got this very uh, almost basic uh, stylized visual effect where it almost looks like you're playing with toys, like toy cars, in like a sort of a weird Duplo world. I hasten to, I, I wouldn't like to use the word Lego because it's not really like that. It's almost like Playmobil or Duplo, do you know what I mean? Those kind of toys. And it's kind of zoomed out and almost zoomed in as well at the same time with a bit of a tilt shift effect. I just think it's really refreshing. I, I think it, it looks really, really good. Um, the PC I'm playing it on is not a beast by any means. It's very a modest system that I built myself. I'm quite proud of that fact. Uh, I'm rocking a i7-4790K. 16 gig of RAM and a, uh, a GTX 970. Yes, I know it's old, but I can't afford to buy a 980 or a 1050 or a 1060 for £7,000, which is what they seem to be priced at these days. That said, um, even on my modest rig, this game runs flawlessly. It runs like a dream at medium settings. I haven't put it up to high because medium's fine. But uh, that's what you want with a rally game. You want it to be very smooth, very crisp in the control department. And this game has got that down to a T. It looks amazing, but what's better than the uh, superb visuals for me is just how well this game controls. It controls exactly how you want it to. Now, it is taking cues, I think, a little bit from the, uh, the Power Drive Rally school of doing things. Uh, I know that that's kind of the benchmark when it comes to top-down rally games, Power Drive. Or power drift? Is it power drift? Power drive? Power drive? I'm getting mixed up. Power drift is the one from Sega with the weird sort of uh, sprite-based floor. Power drive is the uh, the Rage game, which I mentioned on the uh, Rage Rally uh, podcast. Incidentally, I'm waffling now. Sorry about that. Yeah. So this game, Art of Rally, it plays superbly well. And what you need to realise here is that there's not really a lot in the way of simulation. The cars have got a bit of a sort of um, Almost like, a, not weightlessness, but they do kind of bounce around quite a bit and they are very prone to slide around. But that's a good thing because the, the whole point of Art of Rally is to have fun. And the way you do that is by going around corners. Sideways, you need to turn the nose of the vehicles into the corners and then use that throttle sparingly to uh, accelerate around them, uh, drifting as you go. And that's the, uh, that's the name of the game here. The, the way that the game is very heavy on very small details helps with this because um, what you can do is you can actually tell from the uh, the little bits of dirt that are flying up from the back of the car you know what kind of drivetrain does this vehicle have is it four-wheel drive is it front-wheel drive is it rear-wheel drive you can tell you can tell from the, the mud flicks but that's how detailed this game is even though it looks like it's really low poly no detail uh, game engine it's just so cool am i waffling i'm still waffling i'm not really sort of put a uh, good 
plan in place for this episode. I just wanted to jump onto a, an episode and just talk about how great this game is because I've been playing it solid for the last two days. So yeah, the, the, the visual style is, again, one of the things that drew me to this game. Uh, the game the game's handling is uh, fantastic. It, it really has to be uh, played to be um, fully experienced and it's, it's hard to really talk about it without having you know the, uh, the luxury of you know visual visual element. Obviously this is a, an audio podcast. you're gonna have to take my word for it. Uh, what I will say is that get, this game definitely does need a controller with analog triggers, and I've been playing it with the Xbox Series X controller, so that's not a problem. This game is something that would probably fit quite well on the Nintendo Switch, but I don't see how that could work without analog triggers. Maybe they could use a second stick for um, acceleration and braking like they did with uh, Trials Rising. I can see that being a way around it, but you definitely need analog triggers in this game because it's a... It's a necessity for uh, successfully navigating the uh, many, many highways and byways which are included, of which I will talk about next. So content-wise, then, Art of Rally doesn't disappoint here either. It does have a lot to do. There is a fairly interesting career mode where basically the career mode is set out into different what would, you, what would you call them different classifications of rally vehicle and then when you go into each class you have a different year and it's, it's all very well done with like polaroids for the different rallies and basically you go into the first uh, classification of car which are quite slow you've got things like the mini as your like default vehicle low powered to uh, wheel drive vehicles and then you play through the years, like from the late 60s to the early 70s and 80s as well as you get further on. And each Polaroid has, you know, different amount of courses within it. And once you uh, once you win or complete those courses, you move on to the next. It's all very straightforward. It sounds a bit complicated the way I'm describing it, but it's not really. It's basically take the uh, classification Polaroids and the years as your standard competitions to enter, which you would see in a normal arcade game and it's all very intuitive it's fine there are 60 odd stages set across different locations so you've got finland sardinia norway japan and germany and they're all nicely i i I say they're almost kind of stereotypical looks at those countries but it's all because it's such a beautiful looking game it's very dreamlike uh, with that kind of nice whimsical tilt shift effect going on everything just seems really well modeled and just unique looking it's just really cool you've got 50 plus cars across uh, different classifications as i say uh, there's no official license but they are instantly recognizable and they all have their own little kind of tongue-in-cheek almost like a bio so you know you've got things like the uh, the ford cosworth ford escort cosworth but it's called the cosy so you, you kind of get that feel and they do have like i say very well written tongue-in-cheek descriptions about the history of the vehicle and it's almost like there's a whole law built around these cars but like it just exists in that little paragraph next to the uh, the car um, as you select it on the screen Now, as well as the the standard championship mode, you do also get a custom rally mode, so you can set up your own rallies and race where you want. 
Uh, there's also a really rather good free roam mode, which is excellent for learning how the vehicle types handle. So they do have very distinct and, and, and nuanced differences between the way they control. So you've got the front wheel drive vehicles and the rear wheel drive vehicles and the all wheel drive vehicles. And they do have, there's a definite difference in the way they handle. And I think the, um, the front wheel drive cars, oddly, are actually my least favourite in this game, because usually in rally games, I will stick to the front wheel or all wheel drive and steer clear of the uh, of the rear wheel drive vehicles but here because of the the sort of the drift heavy nature and the uh, th that feathering of the throttle that you need to do to get around corners effectively um i think they're actually more fun the rear wheel drive vehicles you know they are still prone to skid skidding and spinning out but it, you know it's, it's all about not hammering that throttle you need to learn how to pull the throttle in in increments that's why the analog triggers are so important in this game if you were just literally hammering an a button down to uh to accelerate it just wouldn't work it, it just wouldn't be the same but yeah the the free roam mode is perfect for basically pootling around and, and learning how the different cars control nicely as well there's also a lot to do within these free roam modes and actually they're absolutely massive to be honest you can drive around for it for ages i spent about 45 minutes yesterday just literally driving around one of the free roam areas trying to uh, trying to find the collectibles which are dotted around the environment so you've got cassette tapes you've got these like viewing points where you can stop and have a nice photograph taken you've also got letters which make up the word rally and you need to collect all of those in the previous free roam environment to open up the next one and it's worth doing just because there are sometimes they're actually in like places that look impossible to reach but you need to like jump off a cliff or something to actually get it get the floating letter it reminds me of the um you know the horse mode from tony hawk's pro skater where you have to collect the letters it's almost like that in a way um, and because of the kind of almost moonlike gravity I say almost moonlight gravity, it can be a bit bouncy in places. Um, it's actually a lot of fun to try and, you know, manoeuvre the vehicles to get them to bounce and jump over humps and off cliffs and things to get the uh, the floating layers. It's really good. I mean, that that could be a, a, that could have been the game. That could have just been the game and, you know, released at a budget price, which it is anyway, Art of Rally as a full package. And that would have been fine because that's it's so much fun. So, yeah, the free roam uh, does have a, a lot to do, and it's well worth the asking price for that alone, in my opinion. On top of the free roam mode, you also get some online options. Uh, not races online, but it's almost like a, a set of challenges. So you've got daily challenges, which is a, a random course. Um, try and complete it, uh, complete it in the fastest time possible and see where you end up on the leaderboard. And then you've got weekly challenges, which are generally like a... A full rally so you've got multiple stages and you can save and you know leave it and come back to it anytime throughout that week and continue and see where you end up at the end of the week i think that's really nice uh, really nice little addition to the um to the overall set of gameplay modes as well as the uh, frankly beautiful visuals and the uh, almost flawless gameplay and handling of the vehicles. I have to give a special mention to the audio in this game. Now, there are no co-drivers, so there's no, you know, there's nobody shouting out the um, pace notes as you, uh, as you drive. But I think that's fine, um, especially when the engine sounds are so good. Really guttural, throaty engine noises for some of the sort of Group B cars as well. It's just brilliant. But the music is just something else. It's so suited to this game. It's almost perfect. It's like a perfect melding of these whim whimsical dreamlike visuals with this almost like 80s synth soundtrack, which it's just a perfect combination. You wouldn't have thought, you wouldn't have thought they'd go together so well, but they do. And you find yourself nodding your head as you play. 
because the beats are so goddamn good. And I like the way that the music doesn't sort of change as you go from different screens. Like, So you, if you're in the menus, the music's just kind of playing in the background and then the game will then transition into the, the actual game itself and you'll carry on. The music itself will just carry on so it's not affected by the game mode changing or the menus changing. And I like that, especially if you've got one that you particularly like. So it just carries on in the background. It's just so cool. I love this game. Can you tell? <laughs> Can you tell? Um, what I mean, what do I not like about this game? Um, it's hard for me to actually put down in words something that I find negative about this. I, I, I love it. I mean, it's not perfect. No game's perfect. But for what it is and it's you know what it sets out to do, it, it, it hits every hits every note for me. And um, I just wish Mike had been able to play it on his aging PC because I'd love to have had, had a chat with somebody else about what they liked, what they didn't like. But for somebody who grew up playing games like Power Drive, this is almost like the perfect evolution of that style of top-down rally game. I suppose one thing that I, I kind of didn't... Well, I kind of checked myself on this. I was kind of thinking to myself, it would be really cool to be able to sort of switch to a almost like a first person or a bonnet cam just to start, just to see more of the world. But then I thought to myself, well, no, it's that's not really what this game is trying to do. It, it is what it is. It is a top-down rally game. It looks like it's got this visual style. It's not trying to be other rally titles. So, you know, that's not really what is required in Art of Rally. The top-down view with the weird tilt shift and all that kind of stuff is what this game is. It's what makes it unique. So having things that other games already have isn't really what Fun Select is going for, I don't think. So there is that. One other thing I noticed as well, it's not really negative, but there's no uh, there's no damage model or visual damage model to the vehicle, so you can crash and the car will take damage, which will affect the handling, but you can't see dents or smash windows or anything like that. But, I mean, is it really that important in this kind of game? I don't think so, especially when you're kind of not really down and close to the vehicle, so you can't really see it. I mean, it does accumulate mud and dirt and things, but um, no damage model as far as I can see. That said, there is a very nice amount of attention to detail paid to other areas of the of the game. And I, I think there's the, just the sheer level of little nice little details that you'll see and they'll just make you smile. Like you, when you notice that the brake discs are glowing on the little tiny cars, even though you, the, the view is so zoomed out, you can barely see it. If you zoom in a bit closer, you can see that the, the brake discs do glow red hot when when you brake heavily. You've got these uh, crowds of almost like stickle brick. I cannot keep... I keep referencing like old school toys for some reason, but you've got these like crowds of people which are basically just like cubes <laughs> that are all congregated on the courses. And as you drive towards them, you can hear all the air horns going off and the crowd sort of whooping and cheering. But then they'll kind of disperse off the course. Like, you know, when you see those videos on YouTube of like Group B and there's like people kind of stood on the course and then as this like Audi Quattro comes flying out of nowhere with lights on and smoke and mud going everywhere, all the people are sort of rushing out of the way because this car's going to, you know, kill them if they don't get out of the way. It feels like that. It, it's almost, it's perfect the way that they've done it because it does feel like that. And um, a special mention again must go to the headlight effects. In the nighttime stages, the headlight effects, the way that it casts this cone of light across the course is it's just brilliant. But then on top of that, you've got the shadows, which are then cast from everything that you are illuminating. And it just looks magical. It looks so good. Ultimately, I think what I'm trying to actually say here is that there are just tons of moments where you'll see something that you've not seen before. And you'll just go, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. But then it happens over and over again. And you just keep thinking to yourself, that's cool. I, th I, would, I think I would go as far as saying that Art of Rally is probably one of the best rally games I've played ever <laughs> it's it's not it's not trying to be a serious rally simulation but it gets the atmosphere and the tone of how exciting rally should be to an absolute t and even with all the weird oddness of the floating budders and the 
odd car names and the just the tongue-in-cheek humor that is uh, lavished upon it everywhere is just uh, just superb and i would you know i would recommend this game to anybody who's got a a, a pc that's good enough to run it and b anyone who just wants to play a really well designed well thought out and fun rally game i think it's probably worth mentioning that because this game is on steam and it's in like this kind of constant cycle of being updated and having new stuff added to it there'll be more stuff in the future there's already a kind of a burgeoning scene around creating liveries for vehicles which you can download just go on to the in-game link to go to the uh the, the livery kind of store if you want to call it that you can download them for free a lot of them and so yeah there's a, there's a whole community online doing things like that i think the future is very bright for out of rally um this developer fun selector obviously is no stranger to these kinds of games absolute drift was the previous game so they know what they're doing. It's just really exciting that A, this game exists, and B, what will come in the future? More tracks, more vehicles, maybe even like an online arcade mode with like, you know, rallycross style one-on-one racing or one versus other players racing. That would be really cool. I'd also very much like to see this game come to consoles if it was possible. Yes, there's a huge market on the PC, on Steam and Epic and GOG for, for this type of game. And the the fact that it's on PC does allow for those communities to evolve around it, you know, creating liveries and maybe even in the future creating new tracks and environments, that kind of stuff. But I think to get to the mainstream, to hit the masses, this game really needs to come to the to the consoles. Again, I'm not a developer. I don't know how difficult it is to port a game from the PC to the consoles, especially when there's like the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series XS, and then there's a Switch question as well. But I think if it was to come to uh, consoles, then it would be a major hit for Fun Selector. I, I don't really have any negatives. I know that sounds odd, but this is, again, literally one of the best rally games I've ever played. And I would implore you to, uh, to seek it out if you get the chance. Okay, I think I've talked long enough now. I'm rambling. I, I do tend to ramble when I've been sat in the house for months on end <laughs> without any human contact to anybody else. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's what happens when you uh, get forced in to stay inside your house. Anyway, um, thank you very much for listening to me ramble. I believe we will be back in the near future with a traditional episode. We'll be looking at Sega Rally 2 on the Dreamcast and the PC and the arcade and wherever else it ended up. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at PowerDriftPod. You can find us on the internet at PowerDriftingPodcast.com. And you can also find all of our episodes on YouTube. So if you just give us a, a search for PowerDrifting Podcast, you'll find us. I'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye for now. Finish!